Can you hear that? I think there are people outside. Oh my god, I are those boys here? Oh my god, are we safe? What do we do? 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 Well, if you are a social creature on Twitter, you probably by now know about hashtag Lagos Unrest, hashtag Ogo Unrest, and I think one that died down, hashtag Ibada Unrest. I'm not really informed about that one. But even if you are not on Twitter, um, if you live in Lagos, you've heard about it. If you live in Nigeria in general, I think you should have heard about it by now, about the state of unrest that, that is enveloping, you know, majorly Lagos State and Ogun State. And, you know, many people are, you know, saying these guys are robbing out of hunger and stuff like that. But I'd like to differ. Like, I really would beg to differ. I think it's a much more bigger problem than hunger. And, yeah, that's what I want to talk about today. So, hello. Welcome to the Volatile Times podcast with Adisa Daniel, and you are in for a treat. Hello everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time of the day you are listening to this. Once again, thank you for tuning in. This is the Volatile Times podcast with Adisa Daniel, aka your fat teacher. Yes, um, so... Let's get out to this. By now, I'm assuming that as you're listening to this, you already know about the hashtag Lagos Unrest, hashtag Ogo Unrest. Basically, the raids, the theft, the riots, the fights, etc., etc., the violence ongoing currently in Lagos State and Ogo State, and I think other parts of the country also. You know, and if you don't, this would be a good time to, after listening to this podcast, to just go and get yourself informed about it. But I think you should already know about it by now. Um, so yeah, the president a couple of days ago just issued an increase in the days of for isolation, 14 days, which I will not say came as a shock, I will say it was quite expected. I don't think anybody had any thoughts or hope that you know it was just going to be the initial 14 days, you understand? But there's been something that has been going on amidst those 14 days. And no, I am not talking about the increased number of confirmed cases. I am not talking about the increase in the number of deaths. Although that, those things are deplorable, those things are heartbreaking. And neither am I talking about the increase in the number of those who have recovered, which is, you know, heartwarming to say the least. What I am talking about is something a little bit much more local. Something a little bit much more, how should I say, it's serious. And it is something that, you know, the facts have been convoluted with the fiction of it. So, so you know, it's basically, basically this. There's a state of panic and act of terror that are currently going on around around a couple of states in the country, majorly Lagos State and Ogun State. And um, you have account, different accounts of boys of some gang members, you know, fighting amongst themselves in certain areas, some particular group of boys, you know, robbing houses. I even heard the story, I'm not sure how true this is, of you know, them writing letters to certain residences and telling them that they are coming to rob their place so they should prepare for them, prepare their bounty or tribute or whatever. I don't even understand what that reasoning is. But, you know, it's things like this. Things like this have been happening for almost a week now. And, you know, many people are 
feeling unsafe in their own houses many people are feeling unsafe and sincerely this is not even the time for this kind of things to be happening although there is never a time for there's never a good time for this kind of nonsense but this is not really the time for things to be happening people's hearts are already heavy people's minds are already you know frustrated and tired due to the isolation and due to the fact that you know the many people are unable to work human beings don't do well when they are idle human beings don't do well when they are idle you understand so there is panic there is you know um a wanting of the heart and different kinds of terror due to the covid 19 um pandemic but also when i put this one on top these acts of terror these acts of domestic violence are domestic terrors rather that are being perpetrated by by fellow nigerians you understand who are also going through this as other people are it's kind of heartbreaking do you understand it's kind of heartbreaking it makes you it makes you not think not you know it doesn't paint a good image of who we are as nigerians yes given the fact that yes 59 percent of nigerians are deplorable 35 are you know so so and the rest only god knows but you know this really isn't the time yet this is but First off, let's even talk about what are the facts. What are the facts? You know, now many people believe these things. You know, started just a couple of days ago. Um, I have a different experience. I live in a place called Ifo, it's past Ogota in Ogun State, and before our issue started, issue of you know this gang violence and you know this petty thefts and then that escalated a little bit, started a, a bit, you know, further back. A bit further back, he started. I think he started two days before the actual isolation began. Understand? For others, it was starting on Monday. For us, it started on Friday. So it started like two days before the actual isolation start, started. And by that time, I don't think anybody should be worried about hunger. Like you haven't even been isolated yet. You understand? So which means you all the outlets by which you get money and get food are actually still available in those two days so i don't think hunger is what started it so i kind of asked around you understand because that's the only thing you can do ask around facebook and stuff like that that's the only way we gather information here in ifo concerning what's going on around us we talk to each other and you know um i got to find out that it was two rival gangs that started this whole thing and that is what stuff like this needs incidents like this usually don't start up with a flare what what they need is a spark is a spark and then a follow-up event to add fuel and then a third follow and then a second follow-up event to stoke the fire and then a third to add uh, to, to add in you know a little bit more fuel and then what you then have after that third follow-up is a blaze so these two rubber guns started fighting and you know the, the violence kind of started escalating a little bit before you knew it they were robbing hospitals they were i have a friend who whose dad owns a hospital and because um a they apparently they turned they turned down a wounded person one of the gang members because they were afraid the doctor wasn't around and you know the nurses were afraid and everything do you know the second day they went over there and then you know destroyed a couple of equipments they harassed the patients both patients and the hospital staff and do you know a couple of other things and that happened like two to three times and then it escalated to they were robbing houses which i believe were not necessarily the gang members although it could have been the gang members and some other people but i believe you know like i said things like things chaos usually needs a spark and then you know the gang violence created that spark and then you know you had other hoodlums and hooligans you know started perpetrating acts of terror and violence you understand acts of unlawfulness and now 
a week or should I say two weeks later, you have it escalating past Ogun State into Lagos. In Lagos State now, you know, it has arisen. And Lagos State, I think, a little bit, you know, we can say it's a little bit of hunger, you understand. Not everybody is privileged to have been able to stock up. Not everybody is privileged to have been able to, to you know, just have something down you understand to last them for at least a week and sincerely the government didn't really help because you know the whole relief funding thing the whole relief um distribution whatever they call it was garbage yes it was total garbage i saw images i saw pictures i saw reports i saw news coverage of the, the things it was total garbage churches that were donating resources to their um church members and to the communities around them did better job than the government nigerian government at large yes that is the fact about it and i think i don't think there's any nigerian citizen that knows the facts that will not agree about this but here's my here's the question here's the question is is all of this happening just because people are hungry are these boys fighting are these boys robbing houses are these boys robbing places because they are hungry is it is hunger just the only thing that is motivating this is hunger the major influence for this you understand and um okay just um just by the way the police commissioner of lagos actually said nobody has been robbed I, by the time i am recording this nobody has been robbed you know it's just you know how should i say it exaggerated panic on the citizens side although i've seen images where they apprehended some guys but apparently maybe they apprehended those guys trying to do something else but no houses are currently being robbed but my question is how long do we have to wait till, till houses start getting robbed you understand i and my family have been safe you know um here in e4 we neighbors have been keeping watch you understand i stay up late most of the night you understand you know to, to just to make sure that family is safe, you know, to make sure the neighborhood is safe, you understand, so many things like that. So, let's admit, okay, the, what the police commissioner said is true. Although they've deployed um, armed forces, if SARS, police, soldiers, other, you know, various armed forces um, to police, to police Lagos State, many, many areas in Lagos State and Ogun State, you know, to ensure safety and to apprehend the perpetrators of this act of terror. But I'm not too worried about, or how should I say it, I'm not just focused on only the boys that are currently, you know, creating that violence. I'm also worried about the citizens because if there's something I've, I, I, I know panic does is that panic tends to, panic tends to act like a virus, it replicates, you understand? And when panic starts replicating, the influence it has grows and when the influence it has grows it becomes much more effective so let's say these boys are apprehended but we need to stop there with the panic that has already set in the minds of the citizens stop there also it can't just be hunger that is causing these guys to do these things right well that's what i'm about to analyze so like i was saying before I don't believe hunger is the only reason why some people are committing acts of robbery. Yes, some people are stealing from others because of the reality of lack, you understand? And it's not been easy for some people. This isolation has not been easy as, as it has been for some of us. Um, you know, some people, are, they, have already, they already ran out of their food stock and stuff like that, you understand? So, you know, yeah, I can understand 
while some people rob due to out of reality of lack but disclaimer i should have done this at the beginning i am in no way going to justify the action the acts of violence and lawlessness that anybody has you know any of these guys have perpetrated or even any normal civilian that has been a victim of you know this act of terror has perpetrated i'm not going to justify them i am not going to normalize them neither should you there is no good reason for this you understand you can understand the reason behind it but it doesn't mean you understand that the action taken was good or can be commended in any way do not normalize this do not try to justify this or even make any form of excuses for the for these people we can understand their situation understand but that does not mean that we should condone the acts of terror that have been committed okay so moving on from there yes like i said some people are robbing out of hunger but there are other people who are just using this as an opportunity to cause terror to cause panic you understand um a couple of people have been caught at my area at in Ogun state here and there's a reality that shocked many people and also angered many people and it's basically this it's the fact that the people who have been terrorizing our communities, the people who have been stealing from some people, people who have, you know, even murdered some people, actually really, really young guys. Like, some of them are 19, some of them are 20, some of them are 21, 22. Like, I don't think there's any of them that is up to 25. I think only their leaders are like 28, 30, you understand? But many of these guys are really, really, really stupidly young guys, you understand? Which, I'm like... Don't you have, um, some of these guys are very sure that they have parents, are very sure that they have friends, they have, you know, people that they could rely on during these times, you understand? And, you know, I remember, um, I saw a video of one that they caught, you understand, they, they had beat him and everything, but he didn't even feel like as if, you know, he, he wasn't even really feeling the pain, you know, he was just, he just kept on asking for cigarettes, weed, you know, alcohol and all that stuff, and it was, it's obvious that this guy, hunger is not a motivation, it's Basically, he has given himself over to be an agent of chaos. That is how I see it. Some of these guys are doing these things not because they need resources, not because they need help, not because they are suffering or that they lack, even though that might be the reality for them. Many of them are doing this because they have surrendered themselves to be agents of chaos. They have, they have decided to be perpetrators of, of domestic terrorism um and they they have decided that they are going to sow seeds or even an entire for or even entire forest of panic into people's minds so you know it's not just about hunger it's about the state of unrest the the lack of um for, for many people it's about the lack of knowing what is going to happen in the next 24 hours you understand it's about not not just being sure because this is a time where many people are not sure about anything you understand many people are not sure the economy is going to recover in in any anytime soon many people are not sure their their lives are going to proceed some people have already lost the momentum on some of the goals that is set for this year business goals um, educational goals and a lot of other things you understand so people have been hit many different ways um, due to the rise of this pandemic you understand I blame China by the way that's another that's another episode entirely but just you know just keep that on in mind and you know okay so like I said before I'm not just going to focus on the people who are currently committing these acts of violence. But what about the citizens who are being the victims currently? 
is there a chance that the victims too shall end up becoming the agents of chaos? What do I mean? Jungle justice. We all know what jungle justice is. If you're a Nigerian and you don't know what jungle justice is, we revoke <coughs> we revoke your Nigerian citizenship. Um, we are going to deport you back to wherever it is you came from because you are not a Nigerian. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's a joke, but obviously. But any Nigerian by now, no matter how tush you grew up, no matter how buttered up you are, you should know what jungle justice is. Either you've seen it happen before, which I have, or you've read about it somewhere before. And jungle justice is basically, you know, private individual, private individual citizens, communities taking the law into their hands, being judge, jury, and executioner on certain um, criminals or or perpetrators of particular crimes and let me tell you the truth the nigerian constitution does not support jungle justice just so you know it goes against section i think 33 of the nigerian constitution now in case you are wondering no i have not read the entirety of the nigerian constitution i have a life i sh i probably should read it but i have a life i mean maybe i'll read it in isolation who knows <laughs> but um i saw that online um section 33 it goes against section 33. Now I cannot tell you precisely what section 33 knows, just no jungle justice goes against section 33. We're good? We're good? We're good? Okay, moving on. So jungle justice. Now jungle justice can you know be what's the word? What's the word? Okay, jungle justice can come in varieties, you understand? It can simply be just, you know, um extreme acts of extreme acts of humiliation. You understand and sometimes it might be it might be um it might be severe severe execution of capital punishment um you know it's, it's sometimes it's just downright murder you understand i remember years ago i was really younger around this time there was a boy who stole i think maggie or something tenera and this was real life you hear these things and sometimes you just laugh <laughs> like uh -uh, how far now i'm kidding about some of these things actually happen and it happened in the market he stole something and then you know they just cut the boy, they beat him, beat him, beat him, and before you know it, tires on top of him and he was burnt, burnt up. This happens a lot in Lagos too, you understand? You see, you know, maybe you hear, you hear he stole something or, or maybe it was a fight and he was defeated. And then the next thing, you just see somebody is burning in, in, in the streets, you see dead bodies, or you see somebody has been beaten to, to the point where he's, he's nigh recognizable, you understand? Jungle justice exists. Jungle justice is serious. Jungle justice is a thing that people do. This uh, jungle justice is not per perpetrated by criminals. It's not perpetrated by evil people. It's simply it's simply done by citizens who are who have let their panic and their fears to govern their actions. You understand? They and it's also as a result of a lack of faith, trust, and security in the government that has neglected them. Now, what do I mean? People need to trust the government to be able to secure them, to be able to, you know, bring cr punish crimes, you understand? Bring justice to them, you understand? The citizens need to be able to trust the government to have their interests at heart. But as we all know, the Nigerian government has barely ever done that. You understand? So most of the time, people, most of the time, people have this mentality of, uh, if this person does something, Nobody is going to catch him, right? Nobody, no, no policeman. Oh, they will just give policeman five thousand naira, which happens, five thousand naira, and then you know, crime, crime, you know, case closed, crime solved, you know, 
um, innocent and acquitted or what's the word you understand so like this things happening you know you see somebody who was reported to the police and then two weeks later this guy is out there was no punishment there was no court case nothing nothing you understand and you know it's it reduces the faith people have in the system it reduces the faith people have in the law itself and in the government and this leads people to to out of a sense of frustration and fear want to met out justice you understand people want justice people want the right things done people want to be vindicated you understand they want to be compensated when something horrible happens to them so when when they catch somebody let's say vigilantes catch somebody and you know vigilantes usually take the law into their hands being that they the reason like many other people if you hand this guy over to the police they'll just tell you um the cell is full there's a story behind that by the way but i'm not going to tell it the cell is full and you know they are like you know this guy is going to go scot free you know what let us punish him let us punish these people let us let them know we go let them know say you know they come our neighborhood they do anything we won't do you understand you can't to respect the rules and privacy of the citizens yeah but it sometimes it's i don't know how should i put it it is jungle justice is horrible Sometimes it has been a necessary measure, not a good measure, but a necessary measure, but you know, it's horrible nonetheless. Now I remember when, you know, this, I remember when the theft, the vandalism, you know, um, a lot of my friends, uh, they saw my WhatsApp status, you understand, they were in videos and I posted many post screenshots of things, you understand, so people got to realize, some of my friends got to realize that, you know, um, we down here, we're going through this, um, thanks again to those who prayed, those who are praying, you understand, we need to pray for our country, we need to pray for people to have a peace of mind, to have rest in their hearts, you understand. Because the last thing we need is a white is widespread panic. Yeah, that's the last thing we need. We the last thing we need is widespread panic. And I seem to remember, um, if I'm correct, that there was a time when yeah, when this whole thing started, when this whole thing started, at first the police the police here didn't really acknowledge that these things were really happening. The, probably just thought that you know people were just you know being unnecessarily extra for some reason and during that time you understand we had some people we had some vigilantes catch some guys and they carried out jungle justice and i won't lie it kind of helped in a little in, in a little way you understand it kind of put this sense of consequence and not and and you know um well, and erase the the mentality of total invisibility to um, or impassive uh, English is failing me. Um, basically, it may it basically made some of these guys think that okay, we might be caught, we might you know have to suffer and stuff like that. You understand? Some of us might be caught. You understand? Stuff like that. But but here's the funny thing. Things like this always escalate. Things like this always escalate. There's a tweet by Dr. Remy. Remy Adikoya. He says, if Nigeria's elites want to survive, they better move fast to curb hashtag Lagos unrest and hashtag Ogun unrest. Nigeria is run on bluff. The state is too weak to control the population if violence erupts in several places simultaneously. And this is the truth. He said, he even ended the tweet by saying, if enough people says this, Nigeria could explode. And this is the truth. 
the government does not have the capabilities to handle the the citizens to handle handle everybody living in Nigeria if there's a massive outbreak in in riots and violence you understand if 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 the majority of the Nigerians you understand give way to their panic give way to their fears and violence erupts in many neighborhoods in many communities or let me even say in states at large simultaneously the the state doesn't have the resources at this current time I don't even think even if it was out of this current time they had resources but let's just let's just put it in in light of the coronavirus outbreak at this current time it is not something the state can afford and I don't think it's something the state can curb quickly so if we really want to if we really want to make or prevent an explosion in part of panic in the mind in the minds of people or in the lives of people we need to call this unrest going on in states this little little unrest going on in different places you understand we need to call it the state needs to call it you understand because here's how this will go many people are just many people their neighborhoods have not been raided at all but yet they are staying up all night why because of the fear that you know 10 10 um, um um, ten communities away, there was there was there, there was a community that was that, that that had a riot that broke out, or you know, gangs fought there, or some people robbed their house. They understand this panic. This the panic will spread, even though it's not people's current reality. People tend to empathize and relate, and then you know, and then assimilate the realities or the stories of violence and the stories of evil into their own lives. So even though some people have not been robbed, even though some neighborhoods have not been raided at all, they already believe that they are victims. They already believe that they are next on the list. And why not? Because these the people that are doing these things have not been stopped yet, you understand? So they have plausible reason to believe that they are next on the list. But here's how the but here's the, the bad part of it. They are going to start taking measures. And those measures are going to start becoming extreme and then the amount of distrust among communities will rise the amount of of you know discontent among people will rise and before you know it you start having little little acts of violence that have been committed by normal citizens that have that don't have any criminal record of any kind and before you know it if these things are not monitored if these things are not curbed before you know it, there's a widespread outbreak. There's a massive outbreak of not just the coronavirus, but also the panic virus. Yeah. And once that happens, it's going to keep on escalating and escalating until you have something close to a civil war, civil unrest in the entire country. And sincerely, we cannot afford for this to happen. We cannot afford for this to happen. I, because like I said, hunger is not just the only reason why some people are committing acts of violence right now. It's basically because some people just love being violent. Some people just love causing terror. Some people just love making people uncomfortable and making people afraid of even the place they live. So we need to curb these things right now and we need, we as citizens, we also need the media to stop, how should I put it, we need the media to stop phrasing things in very very drastic and you know um, apocalyptic tones, you understand? We need the media to to propagate okay that okay things are serious but we need to stay calm sometimes the media doesn't even tell people to stay calm they just give them the bad news God, without you know without saying oh take a lollipop stick lick and calm down no you need to give us a little bit of anesthesia understand to numbers a little bit to the seriousness of things because just dumping bad news on people does not 
you know, it doesn't doesn't make people doesn't make people feel fine. Let me put it that way. It doesn't make people feel fine. So you need we we need we need the media to 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 help and covering but also we need people to learn how to stay calm you understand we need people to learn how to stay calm we need to we need people at this point in time not to spread fake news because there is fake news out there concerning this unrest there there are a lot of fake news i will admit there are a lot of fake news images from times past that have been spread now as you know current happenings even you know basically nigerians the evil part of you is showing sincerely the evil is showing and Oh God, it's just tiring. It's just it's tiring to see these things happening. The government also needs to do more. We, um, you know, a, a friend of mine posted on, on his WhatsApp status. He said a government that was unable to share voters' ID card um, quickly enough for the vote for the election to seven million people in Nigeria. I think seven point two, seven point two voters' card. It was able to share relief funds within a week. A week. And she be inspector, director, financial, general, or whatever his name. She be office bond, and then records of the of the budget or how they spent the billions of naira that they said, or is it trillions? Two trillion, I think, that they said they they gave out to the poor and everything, foods and money and stuff like that. We don't know where these records are right now. We need less embezzlement of funds. See, after we've gone through this crisis, you can start embezzling funds back, and you understand. And then we'll start fighting corruption, normal, normal. Are we, are we on the same page? You understand? But right now, we need everybody to pitch in. And like, I like the tweet from Dr. Remy said if the elites want to survive, we need to curb the, the unrest fast. Because let me tell you the truth. The violence is first going to spread from normal citizen to normal citizen, you understand, from person to person. But then at some point, all of them are going to go, oh, why are we attacking each other? You don't even have anything. And then the next thing, they will just look towards the, 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 the elites in the society, look towards the elites, the, those who, in, who are in power. And you know what? Next victims, next victim. Before you know it, the isolation is not going to do shit because people are going to be coming out of their house in riots and stuff like that. Like Nigerians are stubborn, and you don't want to push Nigerians to the to the curb. I mean, to the edge. Yeah. So I'm basically just saying, let's not normalize these things. Let's not, in any attempt, try to justify these things, and let us recognize the repercussions that might birth if uh, that might be birthed if these things are left unchecked if this act of violence this act of terror and panic and panic ensuing panic are left unchecked you understand we could have a different kind of outbreak on our hands uh, maybe even one, one much more deadlier than the coronavirus and the lassa fever if we are not being careful so we all need to pitch in you understand in how we spread the news and how we talk about these things online you understand let's talk about these things factually let us not stir up too much emotions and also let us, you know, rile up our police enforcement, um, law enforcement people to take charge of the safety of the citizens, you understand? Because let us remind the people in government, they are not safe. They can't run away. Airports are closed. They cannot run away, you understand? So, in the end, this thing will touch them if they are not being careful. So, you know, I just, I just want to talk about it, you know, talk about... Um, what I think is the reason for it. I think largely it is not hunger that is causing these things. It is just that people are surrendering themselves over to being agents of chaos since there is nothing better to do, since there is no hope. Many people have lost hope by this time and it's just two weeks, guys, but many people, Nigerians, 
aren't known for having great mental strength you understand great mental fortitude so it's understandable that people are already panicking people are already giving into the terror and their worst imaginations you understand but at the same time we cannot promote this we cannot tolerate it and we cannot allow it to grow so we need we need support we need prayers yes please pray there isn't see the power of prayer does a lot you understand we prayed for our neighborhood here and you know shortly days after we prayed we see the police we saw the police starting to move we saw different things things started quite quieting down and we'll continue to pray you understand um please pray with your families pray individually pray for the country pray that you know the the effectiveness of panic the 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 power i don't know oh, english is failing basically pray that panic doesn't spread that people's mind are lay, you know people have peace in their heart and they, are, they they go to bed at night with their minds you know calm and rested you understand because the last thing we need is an outbreak of panic this is an outbreak of 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 you know of of quasi pseudo schizophrenic citizens thinking that it's the end of the world and it's judgment day you understand you see let's not be too optimistic about this human beings usually don't go into kumbaya and we all need to stand with each other during times of crisis human beings tend to just become lawless and give in to their basic instincts of anarchy and chaos during times of you know during times like this so please let us watch how we talk about these things let us watch the narrative we spread let us let us you know keep in check uh, what the facts are make sure is we are being factful let us not stir up too much emotions and let us continue to pray and let's not lose hope thank you very much for listening in again this is the volatile times podcast with adisa daniel um these are my views on the arrest currently going on um let me know what you think you can just you know hit me up on hit me up on on what's it called twitter um you can use if you are if you are going to talk about this please talk about this podcast you know understand share it spread it let people listen to this you understand let people get informed and educated and whatever um, when you are posting about it online use the hashtag volatile times Volatile Times with Daniel, yes. Volatile Times with Daniel, hashtag Volatile Times with Daniel. So I'll be able to find, you know, and, you know, address your concerns. If you have a question, you know, just post it on your timeline with the hashtag Volatile Times with Daniel. And I'll find it and I'll, you know, attend to them. Thank you very much once again. Peace out.